It's actually really not expensive to be me. You can literally be me for $5. Yeah, I can attest to that. For Valentine's Day, we had Taco Bell. Yeah, we went to Taco Bell. Justin's like, it's on me. And I'm like, my meal is literally $3. But that's just who I be. It's inexpensive to be me. If your meal was only $3, how come the bill was $18? It's because you order a lot of fucking food, Justin. I'm not trying to fat shame you or talk about shame you. I'm just letting you know. You ordered the whole thing. The whole enchilada? Dos enchiladas, por favor. The beefy Frito burrito. Oh my God. I can't talk about this anymore. It's such a good deal though. Dollar for a Frito burrito. Okay. So welcome back to Keep It Snarky. We are your hosts, Stephanie and Justin. We are very sorry that we have been absent for about a week. Correct. Um, we had very, very, very bad illnesses, <laughs> like stomach flu galore. <laughs> I won't go into much detail. Just know that we have relearned what food is, and it's been very eye-opening. It took a while to get back to like being able to drink, and then after that, it took a while to get back to being able to. Take a bite of something. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a real traumatic experience. And I do not wish this on the worst of the housewives. That's really all I have to say about how horrible our week was. So let's just jump right in. You want to do housewives or bachelor first? Um, I like, really enjoyed the Housewives episode from the Atlanta Housewives this week. Okay, why? Um, because, well, for one thing, they said that they were glamping, which is something that, you know, you've always said you wanted to do. I really want to go glamping, like, really, really badly. But I think that the idea, I give it points for creativity, but the execution... It was a little lackluster. It was like negative one out of ten in execution. They got a, they got a nice bus, and then mm-hmm. once they got there, it was not glamping. It was like summer camping. They had like a lodge and tents and paddle boats. Well, they were like roughing it for one night, and then they were like upscaling at the lodge the second night. Yeah, it was pretty rough all around, if you ask me, though. <laughs> I mean... The whole, um, what were they, like, paddle boating? Yeah, they had the paddle boats and the the kayaks and the lake. Okay, my one experience of paddle boating was a treacherous experience because they literally paddled in the wrong direction and had to, like, have a life preserver come out and help me because I, like, fucked up so bad. Life preservers are not living Okay, well, I had, like, to have... Yeah, like, a lifeguard. Like, I had, had, like, someone to come out and, like, I just imagine this, like, orange floating vest, like, walking (laughs) with its two, like, little... thing. was just like, hey, Stephanie, I got you, girl. And it wrapped its little arms around me. It was like, boop, let's go. Yeah. And it was very scary. So I give them some credit for being able to paddle boat because... 
girls, I cannot like paddle boat for shit. And it's kind of sad because it's not like that hard at all. It's really hard for me to navigate (laughs) through waters. Like, I don't know what you want from me, but, um, yeah. So that whole thing was a little weird because Sheree was all like, I don't want dirty lake water in my vagina. It's going to give me a yeast infection. Yeah. Which she's kind of right about, but also she's being a bit of a germaphobe about that. I think she was just like really hyper focused on the yeast infection thing because she wanted to remind everyone that she has a vagina because everyone thinks that she's a man. (laughs) Like, I really think she just wanted to be like, guys, I have a vagina. I swear. I don't want to get a yeast infection. No yeast infection. I can produce yeast. Like, had to really make sure that everyone knew that she could bake a bread in her oven. (laughs) She could bread. Oh, come on now. I'm just saying. That's taking it too far. Well, she kept saying yeast infection. I don't want to hear yeast infection that many times. And I'm really sorry, listeners, that I said it that many times. Like, it's disgusting. And they had the little powwow um, after they took, like, an hour to put up their tents. Yeah. I found it funny that somebody had, like, a pop-up quick tent. It wasn't even a real tent. It was one of those things that you use at, like, um, trade shows and, you know, um, swap meets. And it was just the, the little roof with the accordion pieces of metal that just fold right out. And, and it took them an hour to put that shit up, too. It would take me an hour, too. Okay, okay. I'm an idiot. Yeah, well. Um, but at least I got a fire going somehow. So that's, I mean, something. I, like, checked out for most of this episode because I found it really boring. Yeah. I was really unentertained. I really was not amused by this whole camping trip. I thought it was really stupid. Um, the thing that I did enjoy was Marlo and Kenya kind of like having their shit on the bus and then at dinner being like, I'm sorry and I shouldn't have went there. And I think Kenya showed a lot of maturity for the way she approached it. I was jealous of their campfire cooked hot dogs though. Those looked good. That look like salmonella. It's a hot dog. You can't have salmonella. Ugh. You can eat a hot dog raw. Ew. It's and just a little bologna. I hate bologna. Oh, well. But you like hot dogs. I do like hot dogs. Yeah. And what's her face? The whole um, candy and Porsche drama. I cannot wait to see how that unfolds. Because do you do you think that Candy really went downtown on Portia <laughs> or Shamea, Samea, Shashama? Isn't it Shamia? I don't know her name. Shamala. Shamala Yeah. Do you think that happened? I don't know. I don't understand why they care so much. I think I think they just they they don't want to be thought of as that kind of. I think they're like kind of god-fearing a little bit they don't want to be like you know out of the straight and narrow too much or thought of that way at least i mean i think it's a little stupid because they have had like dips in the lady pond on this um series before so i feel like it's a little stupid it's a little disingenuous yeah i I feel like it's really but they're that like worried about that yeah i think it's like who gives a fuck Oh, it has to be Candy. She's the one with the sex toy line. Like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? She just had a son, for God's sakes. Like, 
Who the fuck are you? Okay, she can be a freak. It's fine. You know who's always dipping in the lady pond? Nick. Well, dipping in the lady pond means lesbian, so he has a pond full of ladies. Yeah, like literally he has like a pond full of ladies. And he just like fishes for whoever he wants. Well, yeah, I guess you could you could say that. Even Although Corinne gave him a chance to dip into her lady pond, but he like stuck a toe in and then he got cold feet. He stuck a toe in. He was basically like, oh, I really want to go this far with you, but I'm not sure how the other girls will think. So I'm going to be go like, that far yet. bye. He's waiting for the fantasy suite because he's going to go all the way with three girls. At once? No. Oh. They have individual nights, each one-on-one. I feel like that the girls on The Bachelor are like, at that point, like so like obsessed with The Bachelor himself that if he was like... How about us, like, all five of us just get married or something? They'd be like, yeah, okay. Well, they're all really painted out to be really nice girls who are seeking love and trying to be there for Nick. But this week, I have found that information that really makes me question all of their motives. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you can totally question their motives. There's a few things, like, about it when you look at the behind-the-scenes stuff that, like, is re- it's really totally different from how it's portrayed on TV. Well, I want to talk about how Vanessa has an entire IMDb, IMDb page. What about how Vanessa originally was supposed to be the villain, but they edited it to make Corinne Yeah, once the Corinne villain. started looking like the villain, everyone was like, oh, let's make her the villain. And so there's all these like scenes with Vanessa that we don't even see as yes. a watch, as a viewer. So Vanessa has an entire IMDb page, and it really freaks me out. Because it's really concerning because you really just want to be famous. Well, you know? I mean, so there's a lot of people who go on shows like that who are trying to, like, promote themselves and trying to maybe use it as, like, a launching pad for their own career and fame. She's been in Ascension, a miniseries, in 2014. She's been in Beam So she's Human, had some stints. And she's been in Blue Mountain State. Yeah. Okay. None of these shows that I've, like, seen more than one episode of, if that. And so, I'm sure most people haven't even seen any episodes. I mean, I haven't seen shows. any episodes. But at the same time, it's a little... Disingenuous. Suspicious. suspicious? Why is that suspicious? How is that suspicious? There's plenty of people who get on The Bachelor who know people in entertainment... Or are themselves in entertainment. Or on The Bachelorette. Another thing I found was a whole entire YouTube series. Okay. A YouTube reality series. Okay. That Danielle L. Was a part of? Was a part of. About being a model. About being a model. I thought Danielle L. was like... She got kicked off already. So, but the I thing mean, is, Danielle cares, L was but... actually a little bit famous before The Bachelor, anyway. What are you talking about? Yeah, she's like kind of. She was like she had a following and stuff. She was like a, a personality before The Bachelor. I have no idea who she was. That's why the she's Bachelor. Danielle L and not Danielle Lowe or Danielle. No, Lowe. she's Danielle L because there's two Danielles. Right. Okay. Okay. Good point. But if you look up Danielle L on Google, she comes up as Danielle Lowe, which is like a you know pseudonym for her real name. That's her she real name. She has, like, a personality. No, her real name is longer than that. No, it's not. It is. 
I looked this up. I know what I'm talking about. It was on Wikipedia. It's on the internet. It has to be true. Oh, it's Lombard. Yeah. It's Lombard. See? I was right. Oh. So she already had like a little bit of a career. I just looked it up. And Danielle L is like her like, like sexy like. See? Ew. It's not just an acronym. It's not just. Ew! So can... Look at how many photos there are of her being all slutty and shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 2017. If you I see feel a pretty like... girl, there's going to be those pictures. Online. I feel like I cannot trust anyone on this show except for Corinne. You can always trust a crazy person to be crazy. I can't trust anyone <laughs> but Corinne. Like I don't know who is really there for the right reasons. I trust Raven because she has a folksy voice. Actually, I trust Rachel too. And it makes me really happy that Rachel is the Bachelorette. So if you live under a rock and you don't know that Rachel's the Bachelorette, congratulations, now you know. So I think it's really fucked up of of ABC, right? That's the station that this is on. Mm-hmm. I think it's really ridiculous that ABC made the hugest spoiler ever because everyone that I talked to was rooting for Rachel. They love Rachel. And I love Rachel. I know who wins and I loved Rachel, and I was, like, hoping it would just, like, be her anyway. Like, I knew she didn't win. And I think it was really not smart of ABC to announce it before she got eliminated. It was like when they spoiled if Nick would get with, I don't even remember her name, from Bachelor in Paradise on the final episode. And they announced him as a bachelor. They really need to stop doing this. It's like going to ruin the whole franchise for me. And I'm just not going to do it anymore. I'm just not. I'm getting really upset. I'm getting really emotional. I'm well, getting really worked up. Okay. It's not that big of a deal. I'm it's getting not, upset. Stephanie, it's not real life. It's real life to me. <laughs> God. It actually is kind of real life because it's reality TV. <sighs> How many relationships from The Bachelor or Bachelorette? Are still existing today. Trista and fucking Ryan. So one. Um, Jade and Tanner. Two. Catherine and oh my god, what's her husband's name? Doesn't Catherine matter. It's so, so it's at least three. Yeah. That's not bad. How many seasons? That's not bad. There's a lot of people still together. Okay, so it really works. It's like Match.com, you know, personality tests and all that junk. Or are you the one? It's like, are you the one? Um, yeah, but less raunchy. I'm not talking about the actual content. I'm talking oh. about the end result. I mean, no, because um, nine out of ten couples from Are You the One do actually usually ten out of ten couples from Are You the One do not stay together. Oh, okay. There's only really been one couple from Are You the One that stays together. Whatever, they get money. It's cool. Yeah, and. The Bachelor for me was semi-distracting this week because of Nick's lack of fashion sense. His you shorts were very short. Length in his shorts. You know what though? Um, Who wears short shorts? Vanessa topped him with Nick her short wears shorts. Short though. shorts. That was nice. The cutoff jeans. Ew. You saw I'm like your the fiance, bottom of her Justin. butt. Why are you looking at her butt? You told me about this. You saw the bottom of her butt. Remember? Yeah, but I didn't want you to be like, oh, yeah, you can. I want you to be like, oh, I missed it and lie to me about it later. I didn't see it. Okay. I only know because mm. you told me. Yeah, sure. Let's stick to that story, I guess. <laughs> it's the truth. Why am I going to lie about it? Okay. 
So I feel like Nick really needs to up his game in his looks department because, like, almost every scene I saw him in, I thought he was... What's his name? The guy from Castaway? Tom Hanks from Castaway. And I thought he was going to end up with Wilson. He looked kind of... <laughs> like, really scruffy. Yeah, and he exactly. looked, like, torn up. Like, the shirt. And I was like, oh, he's like, shit on island. Maybe they were trying to make it seem like he was going through all these inner struggles because... Well, he, he, didn't he, like, cry? Yeah, he cried. He had, like, like, all these, like, the emotions. Up. He was talking to... What's his face? Chris, right? Chris Harrison, yeah. Yeah, he was talking to Chris Harrison and being like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, help me. I have all these pretty women who, like, are throwing themselves at me. Oh, woe is me, you know? See, I'm a very very emotionally cut off person. Yeah. So it took a lot for me not to just be like, fuck this season. I can't deal with this (laughs) whiny little... Bitch of a man, because if it's I were you don't these have girls, emotional intelligence. Oh my god, I really don't care <laughs> if I ever have emotional intelligence. It just really irritated me. Like I thought about it, and I was like, if I was a contestant, I'd be like, you know what, you're not for me because you are not an actual man. You were a crybaby. Yeah, seriously, it was a little much, and I'm surprised that like Christina put up with that too. Yeah, I I thought she was pretty great, Christina. Even though it really bothered me how much she did not open her mouth when she spoke. Okay. Well, you know, that's like a little like pet small peeve. mouth. It was so irritating to me because I kept hyper-focusing on her freaking mouth. <laughs> Every time I saw her, I just stared at her jaw. And I'd be like, open your mouth. Enunciate. Like, come on. Oh, she just like really knows how to get to me with her little mouth. Okay. Okay. So, Nick has been just eliminating people left and right. I don't think there's been a rose ceremony in at least three episodes. I was so scared for everybody. It was like it was like watching a thriller. Every time that you it's saw like, a eh, new scene eh, eh, and you saw eh. him, was he walking in the door to pick somebody? Is he going to slash you this time? Like, he came in and he's like, where's this one? And they're like, uh, uh, um, bedroom. she's not in the closet. She's not <laughs> hiding in the closet, I swear. <laughs> don't take her from us, please. They knew it as soon as he came in. Where is this one? Uh, well, Corinne here. was talking about it. She was like, I don't want to get, I don't want to oh, get yeah, eliminated Corinne was before so hometown. Scared. She's like, I know that it's, it's going to be me because so and so, but like, gosh. It was crazy. Um, all the people that he did eliminate though were really boring. The heck? I don't know what just happened. They were all really boring, and I did not enjoy their presence on the show. So I was not excited to see any of their families, and I'm happy that they are eliminated because I cannot wait to meet Rachel's family. I cannot wait to meet this hoaxy Alabama girl's family because I love hate her. I hate her because I think she's, like, really not intelligent, and I love her because of that reason. I just feel like she talks like this, and I, I am a southern girl. And I just think it's kind of comical. I think she is intelligent, and I think that you're just... Um, I have not seen actual intelligence from prejudiced. her. I have seen emotional intelligence from her, but not... <laughs> Are you calling not her stupid? actually intelligent. Are you I have not stupid? heard anything besides emotional intelligence from her. So yeah, that's that. Well, whatever. Some people aren't so showy with their intelligence, okay? Okay. 
Well, you know who is really intelligent, but doesn't just show it off? Who? Rachel. And that's why I love her. Uh, and I'm really happy she's a bachelorette. So I can't wait to go meet her family next week. You're not going. <laughs> why you're not? watching it. I want to go meet her family next week. You know who and I'm excited to see? Who? Oh my God, I can't meet, wait to meet Raquel. I want some cheese pasta. pasta. please. <laughs> I cannot wait to meet Raquel. Um, I'm really excited for that. I don't really care about Vanessa's family. I feel like she's a waste of the show. Who? <laughs> yeah, she's so insignificant in my life. And What if she wins? She was so rude when she got, like, the one-on-one date card. She was like, oh, I was really excited for another one-on-one. And Corinne was like, she said something bitchy, but, like, true. And she made, like, this horrible face to her. And I was like, shut the fuck up. This is your second one-on-one. And Corinne has not had... A single one-on-one. So no. she's allowed to be a little pissed off. But she kept stealing him in the first, like, episode. Who cares? Hilarious. Who cares? And she's still there with Adam one-on-one. Yep. Final four. Good for fucking her. Yep. So maybe take a page from her book. She knows how to make a man feel good. In many ways. Her heart may be gold, but her vagine is platinum. Oh my gosh. I can't believe she said that. I love that she said that. I want that tagline on everything I own. <laughs> it's just amazing. It's just like the best statement I've ever heard in my whole life. That's so... It's uh, so good. It's so bad that it's good. It's amazing. You want to do... You want to talk about Beverly Hills? Beverly Hills. Dun, dun. That's dun, where dun. I want to be. Well, Beverly Hills that went down to Mexico. True. So... Justin's clearly behind on Beverly Hills because we were getting gas for my car today. And I asked him if he watched it. He said, yeah, I watched it. It Because Boy George was on it. Yeah, Boy George. And I said he was not in this episode. Boy George has a good voice. I don't care how he looks. He has a good voice. I said he was not in this episode. So clearly Justin is about two episodes behind. Whatever. I'm up to date on The Apprentice. My mom forced Boy us. Boy George lost The Apprentice, unfortunately. Forced us to watch. But he was the second. He was the runner-up. So that's pretty good. Go boy, George. Yeah. So I guess I'll recap for you. Okay. Since you did not watch. Basically, it's episode two in Mexico. They're not in Vicky Gundelson's favorite place of Puerto, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, where she likes to woohoo. I'm getting a lot of notifications right now. Puerto Vallarta, where we come to party. So, basically, it was exposed by Eden to Lisa Vanderpump that Lisa Renna was the one who has kind of sparked conversation about uh, Kim Richards. So, Kim is obviously Kyle's sister and has been the one who said that Ky- uh, Kyle is an enabler and that Kim is close to death because of her addiction, even though she is in recovery. So, we're at the 15th episode about the agency for the sponsored season of Beverly Housewives for Mauricio's realtor company. Did you not notice that? They're always like, Oh, yeah, we're doing this thing for the agency. The agency. The agency. It's like the fifth thing for the agency. Like, 
oh, are you just too poor to get on HGTV that you have to, like, really promote your shit right now? <laughs> like, get on HGTV. Be a property, brother. No. Okay. So, they were at its party because the agency is its own housewife now. We are at the ho- the agency's party and... Lisa Renna decides that she's going to talk to Kyle because Erica Girardi kind of, like, pokes the bear a little bit. She's like, you have to talk to Kyle. So she goes to talk to him. Her, she talks. She goes to talk to Kyle. <laughs> and so many pronouns. And basically, Kyle says all the shit that happens. And Renna blanks. Erina's like, I didn't say it. I'm not saying that happened because I don't remember saying it. And it's like, bitch, you fucking said it. <laughs> and the whole time that they're having like this argument, I really just want someone to say, well, we'll see how that happens in the reunion. But no one says it. <laughs> and I'm really like waiting for someone to be like, well, we're going to see uh, flashbacks when this happens. And so I want to hear your excuse then. It's always great on reality shows when people lie, even though they know that they were filmed saying like, shit. Break the wall a little bit because we all know that they're going to flashback to this. And I'm going to be front, front fucking row to my TV the second it happens. And I'm going to be like, bitch, What? I'm really excited to see Rena crumble because I like Rena, but she's always like not, she's always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> she doesn't participate as much in like the cat fights and shit like that. Like she wants to be the Kris Jenner. She wants to be the Yolanda Foster. She wants to be the Cindy Crawford. That's why she keeps fucking bringing her up. She's always the person who is runner up. So I feel bad for her because she's like the underdog, but then I don't feel bad for her because she pulls shit like this. It's like, you fucking said it, own it. Like you always say to own it, own it, own it. Like Vanderpump conveniently mentioned and she's not owning it. This is your time to pussy up and take responsibility and then see how people respond to it. Because I think they would surprise you. Because you're going to take control of your your fate. And she did it. And I'm excited for that reunion. And that's really all that happened on this week's episode of The Agency. Of The Agency. <laughs> of The Agency. And I'm really excited that um, they're getting out of Mexico next week. And yeah. Have we seen... So Lisa Vanderpump is in two shows? Lisa Vanderpump is in two shows. The second show is Vanderpump Rules, which is about her family restaurant. Oh, sir, sir. Like, so, is it in Big Sur? Is that why it's called Sir? No, it's her. I don't know. It's her restaurant. Oh. Well, aren't they in California? Yeah. All right. Did you watch Vanderpump this week? Or is it Sir La Tabla? I watched some of it. Yeah, I watched a good amount. Comments, questions, concerns. Uh, refresh my memory. <laughs> As to what happened. Um, they go to New Orleans. Oh, that's freaking right. They went to New Orleans. Some bitch got hit in the face with beads. <laughs> that's the bride, but okay. That was hilarious. She's like, ow, that kind of hurt. That really hurt. 
Like, you're in New Orleans. Look out for beads. Like, don't be a, don't be an idiot. Seriously. Um, yeah. So I wish I was the beads that hit Katie because <laughs> why? I that's how I feel almost every time I see her face. Oof. Wow. See now she's you're telling me to be nice and now. Look at you. Listen to you. She's just irritating. Uh-huh. She has some good points about how Schwartz should not be talking about her to anybody. Like, in her friends group. Like, them at the pool party was really ridiculous, where Tom was going up to, like, all of her friends, talking about how how hard she's to deal with, and how she he doesn't want to talk to her. Yeah, there are a few things that, like, um... Shit. Really make you wonder about this cat, and, like, how he is can be serious about this girl. Um... When they're at their, like, hotel room mm-hmm. that Lisa bought them or paid for, whatever the fuck. I wish Lisa could buy me hotel rooms. Not bought, but you know what I mean. Um, and that other girl is there and he's like, oh, you know, you got to pull up your shirt to get beads when we go to the thing. You Saucy, know? yeah. Yeah. I would he's like be horrified. And she was horrified that he said that. And I felt no. Katie was horrified that Tom said that. Like her face was like so disgusted about it. I mean, her face is usually disgusted, but it was pronounced more. And I remember when um, they were at dinner, and um, he kept saying like she needs to be acting differently towards her friends. And then you turn to me and be like, if you ever said something like that to me, I'd kill. Or no, something like you. You were like, that's just unacceptable. I, I was embarrassed for her because I, yeah, exactly. Like, I would not want you to ever say that you would be okay with someone else seeing my chest. Like, why would you say that? We're about to get married. Not like, that. The why other would thing, you say where that? he was, like, standing up for her friends when she was, or when she was, like, having an argument with some of her friends. And he was like, well, you didn't act right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, about the whole um, Katie fighting with Sandoval and Ariana. Which, like, might be true, but you just, you don't say that. Like, Like. I understand (laughs) she is very aggressive, but there's other approaches to how to say that to someone who is very volatile. Exactly. So, I don't think Tom being... As aggressively negative towards Katie is working in the way that he wants it to work, and he needs to reevaluate how he is going about it. I like that he gives no fucks, but also he needs to give some fucks. He needs to give some fucks about it because even though I don't like Katie, like I think she's a rude person. That's just not how you deal with anything. Like you don't tell the person you are going to marry that they are psychotic. That never, will that will literally make me call, stab you. Never call a girl crazy. <laughs> Especially an engaged girl. Like someone who is planning their wedding. A, you're stating the obvious. B, it'll turn out to be true. Yeah. Like, it's just... Oh. <laughs> like, I love Schwartz. I think he is a wonderful man. And I get a little bit jealous of Katie sometimes. But I think Schwartz is really showing that he's a huge dick. Well, maybe wow, she I'm likes becoming anti-Schwartz. Maybe that's what she likes. No, about apparently him. to her, she, he can't get it up. Oh well, 
That's their problem. They've been together six months married, so whatever. You know what was actually cringeworthy about this episode to me? Did you say Corinne-worthy? Cringeworthy. Oh. Which relates to Corinne, because usually I cringe, of, like, eagerness about how great and, like, horrible... At the same time? At the same time, things are. All right, so... But cringeworthy, there were two things. Um, The first thing was when Shay and Sheena go for their anniversary dinner. Okay. So they go on their anniversary dinner, like, right away after they check into the hotel for the Bachelor Bachelorette weekend. So what I don't understand about that is, why did you not go to dinner maybe the day before you were going for a Bachelorette weekend? Like, why did you have to wait for you to be away to go to dinner? Like, I get it, you were just showing for the show because you don't, you guys are not together anymore. You're contractually obligated to be filmed together. No, it's true, they're getting divorced. I don't know, two birds, one stone? I mean, you know, why go out to dinner locally Why when you can go out in New Orleans? I don't know. He's folding clothes right now, so if you can't hear him, that's his fault. Um, but yeah, it, it generally made me uncomfortable because I know they are not together. Okay. And I, and it was so fake. The whole conversation, the whole her being all like sexy towards him and her being like, he's going to want to go up to the room after. Like, no, he's not because you are not together. And it was very apparent at that point that they were not together. It was really, ugh, gross. <laughs> the second cringeworthy thing was one of the final scenes where Stassi was talking to Jax and demanding an apology for all the shit that he has done to her. Oh, that was very cringeworthy. In front of Brittany, his current girlfriend. Yeah. So kudos to Brittany for sitting through it. Because she has a heart of gold, and I hope her vagina is... Um, platinum? Platinum. I really do. Uh, but yeah, I, if I were her, I would also want to sit through it, because I would not want to have a conver- have my current boyfriend have a serious conversation with their ex-girlfriend without me present. I, I would want to know what happens so that nothing can get lost in translation when it gets back to me. Good point. So I think she was smart for sitting there and bearing through the whole thing and not really saying much until the end. Right. She did her due diligence as a person and sat there and respected their space and waited for her moment to talk. And when she fucking talked, she went there. <laughs> she was like... I don't understand how you can say sorry to someone who you have hurt for many things in the past, like five years ago, but you can't tell your current girlfriend who you treat poorly that you are sorry and that you currently treat like garbage. And I really think that Brittany needs to actually take the words that she said and think about it because how little do you self not self word vomit just there how little do you think about yourself to 
to have a man treat your ruffling to treat you the way that you are being treated. How little do you think that you are worth? And I want to tell her to her face that I know you like the big boobs, but they, they look terrible on you. Um, (laughs) and you need to take them out. They don't, they're not proportional for your body. I'm sorry, sweetie. And you are a wonderful woman and you deserve better. She was bragging about the scar lines. No, she, no, that was Stassi talking about her breast reductions. Oh, that's you right. You are not, you don't know who these people are. Apparently. I have paid attention. Sorry. So I want to just tell her that you are a beautiful soul and I truly care about Brittany. I feel a deep connection to this person that I've never met. <laughs> and I just want to get a glass of wine with her and tell her everything's going to be all right. And she deserves the world. Cause I think she does. Okay, can we talk about Summer House before I get, like, too emotional about Brittany right now? Like, this is, like, this is, like, getting a little overwhelming. We can. We can talk about Summer House. How about, can we talk about, um, that guy going out on a date? Who? Oh, what's his name? Is it Steve? Oh, Steven. I really like Steven. I feel like he's the underlying hero of the show. I think he is not really involved in the drama, and I think that's what makes him kind of boring in the show. But I feel like he would be a good time someone to hang out with. That might be true. Yeah, I feel like he'd be really fun. And I would like to get wasted with him. He definitely brings the party with him. He definitely does. And he, I love his like little escape artist trick that he does when there's like drama in the house. He'll just like go out the uh, sliding glass doors and like go, go, out to where, to the porch go to wherever he goes. Go down that like, yeah. Where does he go? Yeah, there's like another set of steps going over the porch. I know, I, I know. He like leaves, but like I want to know where he goes to. Like after he leaves the house. Somewhere cool. Oh, I'd like to go to. You got to find out where that is and you go to the Hamptons and then you go to the, the real cool places. I would like to be invited to go with them to the Hamptons. That would make my life a little bit actually. <laughs> that yeah. would make my life. A little, just a little bit. So, Kyle talked about his mom and how he's not a trust fund kid and how even though he looks like one he's not and i kept saying that he looked like a trust fund kid speaking of cringeworthy he was like taping his mom's butt he was like oh nice butt i was like i thought it was kind of cute i thought it was like really playful their their friendship and i really enjoyed to see that he is very close to this family i really like that no, yeah, I, I know, but it was still, it was, like, just a, just a little on the edge of being creepy. Yeah, it was a little much with the mom's butt, but um, I really but, enjoyed but. his relationship. I love his mom. I think she's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I think she's such a wonderful woman. Yeah, but you've um, only seen her for, like, two minutes. I know, but I love her already. I don't even know her name, but Team You. She's, she's like, digging up the garden. You don't know. There could be bodies under those flowers. <laughs> I don't, don't know think her. there are. You don't know her. I don't think there are, but I love Kyle. I think he's a fun time, and I don't want him to settle down with Amanda yet, so. He's not going to, he's don't not, worry. I know, he's not going to. He's that guy that you know who's going to break your heart, so. <laughs> you're, so you're so crushing so hard right now. It's so I love him. I can't help it. Uh, then we have Carl. And Carl. Carl ugh, 
Every time I hear Carl, I think about those lo- that llama video on YouTube, llamas <laughs> with hats, and I think about Carl. Carl. That kills people, Carl. <laughs> and that's like all I hear every time I hear Carl. And it just like really Carl. makes me laugh because I just think about the llamas and the hats and it's like, Carl. <laughs> and I just want to like see that to him. Really bad. <laughs> and then I feel like he would really hate me. Yeah. <laughs> like I just feel like I would meet Carl and he'd be like, fuck, you are the worst. You are an annoying bitch. Carl and I'd be is like, like, you know what? You're fucking right and fuck you. Carl is the king of like, um. He's an ass. He's the king of not hitting a home run. Yes. You know Turned what I'm saying? Short. Playing the home games. He, 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 for some reason, like, he shows up to the home game. He's the DH. And yet he doesn't even get What's, on base. I don't know what a DH is. Designated hitter. Oh. Like, nobody else plays home games, like, like with people from the house, is what I'm saying. And he can't nail it. He just doesn't want to. I don't know if he's, like, he lazy. Tries, he tried if, at first with Lauren, no, the, the Lauren, unmarried twin. Yeah, but and Lauren, Lauren's trying still. Lauren came with her shirt off. And he's like, oh, I'm yeah, tired. Oh, yeah, waved her tits in front of him. <laughs> oh, my God. If I were and a straight man, like, I'd be all up on that. He was like, by jet. How do you know? I said if I was a straight man. Yeah, how do you know? You're not a straight man. I'm just so saying you know you if I was a straight man, that's, just that's a what weird I would thing do. to say. I'm sorry. All right, well, I, whenever I said a weird thing, get over it. It's not the first time. <laughs> it won't be the last. <laughs> it won't be the last. But. And what, like Jacqueline, like they were talking about like all this stuff and then. Well, Jacqueline, Jacqueline a.k.a. Rocky too, is <laughs> a flirt. And. Every time I see her, I think about Rocky from Below Deck, and it really mm. irritates me because I really don't like Rocky. And I, I know she's, like, a sweet, kind of, like, flirty girl, but it just bothers me that she's so skinny, and I want to, like, throw a cheeseburger down her throat. <laughs> and... She does a lot oh of Oh, my yoga. God, when she was getting that mermaid swimsuit, and she's like, I need a really, really tiny bottom. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I want like a triple extra large bottom, you fucking bitch. I can't talk about her. She's really making me upset. Whatever. She's I mean her bottom's not that attractive anyway, so. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for lying. I really appreciate that right now. Um, I'm not lying. I'm sure she has body image issues just like the rest of us. I don't, don't think worry. she does. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she does. I really don't think she does. I think she does. Because she's like a perfect model. She's a clothes fitting model. Okay, yeah, but all right. Yeah, we, we covered that. She's a clothes fitting model, but that doesn't mean anything. She's not in front of a camera. I, look, I'm sure even Tyra Banks, okay, is a little bit insecure about well, her body. Yeah, she is. She definitely makes that known. Right, see? So I'm saying just because. All right. Anyway, I, we don't have to get into that. I don't want to talk about her. Um, what I want to talk about is Christina stirring the shit a little bit with Kyle. So... A little bit. I don't think she necessarily really meant to that much. Well, yeah, right. He confronted I think, her I think her intentions like, um, were different than how it went back to Kyle. Right. And I think that kind of fucked her a little bit. Right. And I really... Stop. Sorry. I think it's really um, important that she was apologizing for her actions. And I think that it showed that she actually... Doesn't just gossip. Sometimes she actually means to benefit the greater good for people. And 
It was also interesting yeah. to see Kyle kind of get into the drama. The one who's usually like, let's just have a good time. Let's just get along with each other. And he's like... But I like that Kyle confronted it head on. And he had a conversation with her. And then he yeah. wasn't talking about it with everyone in the house beforehand. Sure. So I, I really respected that. And I respected the what fact... What even was it the conversation about? What that, did she say again? That she like told Amanda that he kissed some other girl the night before or something. But it's like... Who cares? Yeah. And he was like, how do you just say that, like, in passing? Like, oh, and by the way, he was kissing I don't girl. remember how the conversation happened with her. I don't know. But I feel like it wasn't really as bad as it, they made it seem. So, yeah. I was just yeah. happy that they had a mature conversation Which about it. Which is what it. I'm saying. Kyle played up the drama, and he usually is not no, the he one didn't. to do that. He didn't really play it up, because it wasn't like a whole episode focused around this one drama. Well, for him, it was playing it up. I mean, I feel like Christina's going to... Um, get shot in the foot a little bit about the whole her telling, um, what's her name? Jacqueline, the fit model, about not to cross a Warkus. Oh, yeah. I think she's going to get shot in the foot a little bit about that. But I don't think she should. (laughs) I don't think she should. Only because I think she was trying to, A, look out for Jacqueline, and then when she told Warren what happened, I think she was protecting her friend. Right. So her looking out for Jacqueline, a person that she's not even friends with, by saying you don't cross a Warkus lightly, was actually helpful to some, like sending a lifeline out for someone that you're not friends with. In addition to being a great soundbite for the show. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I kind of want that on a t-shirt. You don't cross a Warkus lightly. <laughs> I like it. I think it has a nice ring to it. And who, I, you who is wearing the I Slay All Day shirt. I'm right currently now. wearing a shirt that says I Slay All Day. And I think it was only fitting that she told Lauren what happened because that is your girl. And you have to tell your girl what happens you with the what guy that she's interested shirt in. Shirt you need to get next. What? I cooked. I, I cleaned. cleaned. I made it nice. I decorated. I made it nice. Sorry. Um, that's another time. That's another story. So, yeah. I see online people are like, oh, Christina's a meddling bitch. Fuck her. But I actually think she's in the right. She's doing what a girl should do for her friend. And I think she's helping both sides, but helping her friend's side a little bit more. And I would have done the same exact thing. Yeah, I know you would have. I literally would have done the same exact thing. So, yeah. I think Lindsay and Everett should break the fuck up already because I'm so sick of them, even though I know they are still together. But I really don't like them as a couple. Some of the scenes they have are cringeworthy. Most of the scenes that they have are cringeworthy. Some weird stuff going on in the bedroom. And not not the good kind of weird. It's a little rough out there. So, yeah. Just like awkward moments. Like this end of the podcast. Ooh. Um, and so, the podcast is coming to, to an end. end. So we want to say that we are very appreciative of everyone who listens to our podcast. All three of you. Yeah, all three of you. Shout out to Heather, the one person I know who does listen. And we are really fortunate to have people who listen to us at all. We're not that great. And we hope we continue to have people who listen to us. We hope to eventually have guests. We hope to eventually have um, 
you guys interact with us on different platforms to tell us how you want us to kind of shift our show to see if what other shows that you want us to discuss when <coughs> their <Apprentice. seasons. coughs> it's over. We're not talking about that. I could talk about the apprentice. No, we can't talk about the apprentice because the show is done. Oh, okay. Like the show itself is done. Like not our podcast right now. Bachelorette is going to be coming. We're going to talk about Bachelorette <laughs> when that happens and it will be in the summer. We're going to talk about Bachelor in Paradise beforehand that will premiere before Bachelorette. We can't talk about suits, right? Because that's not like a trashy show. Um, but it's so good. We can, we want to kind of branch into other shows and we would love to have people tell us what shows that they would want us to discuss. Like Teen Mom. Yeah, like we watched Teen Mom. I'm very pro Teen Mom. I was just watching the Deb special just now, the Deborah special. Oh my God, it's like a train wreck, you guys. It's so good. I can't look away. Like her music video. Sophia literally was like, I have to tell you something, but I don't want to tell you. I'm going to write it. And she like wrote it. It was like, I don't like your rap song. <laughs> this sad face. And it was like, Sophia, you are a bitch. But like the best kind of bitch because she's like brutally honest. And She's seven. She doesn't know like a lot of things. You I know. know. She so, just yeah. knows when stuff sounds bad, like music. So, yeah. Um, What's we, the name of the Deborah Life? life Deb's De- OG. No, it's called... Deb's life, OG. No, it's Life of Deborah or something like that. De- life oh, According to oh, Deborah? No, the, the special? Yeah, what's it? Um, I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. So, we, I just want to thank you guys for listening. And I hope that we don't have long lapses again like that. That was just a brutal week and a half. And I'm very apologetic for that. And... Yeah, thank you for listening and tuning in. Cut and print. We love you. Bye.